Introducing the Two-Way V4, where groundbreaking fuel cell technology meets fresh foam cushioning for the ultimate performance. With fuel cell, each step feels explosive, delivering unparalleled energy return. Paired with fresh foam, experience maximum comfort throughout the game. Its lightweight textile upper offers support and breathability without sacrificing agility. Whether you're hitting the clutch shot or locking down the opposition, the Two-Way V4 gives you the tools to play at a high level. Learn more and purchase the Two-Way for yourself at NewBalance.com. Good morning, Bucknutters. Welcome to the Bucknuts Morning 5 here on Monday, July 5th, 2021. I am Dave Biddle. I am happy to be joined by Steve Hellwagon. Hope everyone had a great 4th of July. I know if you're a Buckeye fan, you had a great 4th of July because JT Tuimoloau committed to the Buckeyes yesterday. Steve, it has been well worth the wait for the number one defensive lineman in the country. According to 24-7 Sports, the number one overall player in the country. According to Composite, he's the number three overall player in the country. He's really, really good. Well worth the wait to get JTT, Steve. No question about it, Dave. And uh, <clears throat> this is kind of past the 11th hour because uh, the team's already involved in summer conditioning and preparing uh, for the start of preseason camp on August the 1st. And he's going to be joining the rest of his new teammates in uh, kind of midway through that whole process when he arrives in Columbus. I'm not sure we've got a clarification on the exact date he'll be coming to Columbus. Looked like he was very comfortable in his living room back in Washington, making that decision, peeling off that uh, outer jacket to wear the uh, the uh, old school gray Ohio State sweatshirt. Uh, the whole family was decked out in Ohio State gear, and they're not daunted by the fact it's going to be about a six-hour commute each way uh, when they want to come and watch him play or come and visit him or move him in or move him out or whatever it is. So, it's going to be very interesting uh, seeing when he gets on campus, how he joins the group, and uh, what kind of an impact he can have as a true freshman. But uh, the number three overall player in the composite, uh, I wrote a story, a couple of them, about the, kind of the historical significance of this. And uh, Larry Johnson, I believe, in his eight years at Ohio State, this is the 13th national top 100 defensive lineman that he has signed. And for Ohio State over the last 20 years, it's the 14th national top 10 player overall that Ohio State has signed. And, and obviously a great list going back 20 years with Ted Ginn Jr., Terrell Pryor, some of the notables on that list. Uh, I think Nick Bosa may have been on there. I don't think Joey Bosa was, but uh, just a tremendous list of guys down through the years that uh, that the Buckeyes have been able to sign. And uh, certainly they're going to have Jack Sawyer, who was number four in this class, as well as uh, JT Tuomolao at number three. And, of course, next year they have the number one overall prospect signed with Quinn Ewers, the quarterback, not signed yet, but uh, verbal, to, obviously, to Ohio State. So uh, they make history every time they add a new player, it seems like, over there. At the Ohio State College, Larry Johnson, Ryan Day, Kerry Combs, just keep it right on rolling. Yeah, we can finally put a bow on the 2021 
recruiting rankings, Ohio State, they will finish number two. They were number two. They, they obviously gained some points on Alabama, but they will not catch Alabama for the number one spot in the 2021 class. Ohio State finishes with 22 commitments in their 2021 class, an average of 94.7 for each player. That's your average player ranking, 94.7. Bama, they signed 27 kids. They had an average player ranking of 95.0. They had 327 points. Ohio State had 316. LSU finishes third at 295 points. So there you go, putting a bow on the 2021 class. Steve, what kind of impact do you think JTT is going to have as a freshman this fall? Well, that is a tremendous question, Dave, because it kind of goes back to what I said in the beginning. How quickly can he assimilate to Ohio State's culture? I mean, they're bringing him basically in sight unseen. Um, He did take a visit to Ohio State and got to meet everybody, but he's never had a workout with Mickey Marotti, whereas even the guys who just enrolled in June have at least spent six weeks or whatever, five weeks, in the program with Mickey Marotti and, and know where they, you know, how everything's done. You know, if it's a 6 a.m. workout, you arrive at 530. I mean, it, it just, it, there's a routine involved uh, for the freshmen and for the players at Ohio State. And it's going to be incumbent on JTT to now kind of take on that and understand that he's got some ground to make up if he wants to be on this team and and, uh, in the two deep and out there on the field uh, this fall. It's great that you have all of the the recruiting rankings and the tremendous physical specimen and everything, but now you've got to apply yourself uh, to become a difference maker at this level. And that's hard for a freshman a lot of times to do that. So we'll see how he does in that acclimation process and uh to me i think they're going to try and make it as smooth a process as possible so that he can uh realize some of the the rewards uh, on the field this uh, fall and they can take full advantage of what he can bring to the table he is a freak he's capable of doing things that other guys aren't capable of doing and uh, so they got to get that out of him and that's the biggest thing at this point getting the performance out of him and that's what Mickey Marotti specializes in. I know Larry Johnson will will push him to the moon, push him as hard as he can in the next two months to get ready to play and uh, let the chips fall where it may where they may. I think Zach Harris and Tyreek Smith are still the starters. You've still got some veterans like Tyler Friday, Javante Jean Baptiste, who are there. Jack Sawyer, who's pushing for playing time, obviously, going to push really hard. Now JT's in there, and you got Noah Potter as well, who's kind of dipped between tackle and defensive end. You got seven guys for two spots. I think it's a good good amount of depth, good amount of experience, and some new blood that's really going to shake some things up. So the rich got richer yesterday with JTT going to the Buckeyes, and the rich are going to get richer probably again today in the 2022 class. Ohio State's probably going to land Kojo Antwi who is the number eight wide receiver in the country in the 2022 class, number 73 overall prospect, according to 24-7 Sports. Six foot, 190 pounds from Swanee, Georgia. He's originally from the country of Ghana. And crystal balls from Steve Wiltfong and the Dean Bill Curlick. I mean, that's pretty much on lockdown when Wiltfong and the Dean have the crystal balls in for Ohio State to land a prospect. So it looks like at 11 a.m. today, Steve, 11 a.m. Eastern, the Buckeyes are going to land Kojo Antwi. Brian Hartline is an absolute menace. Yeah, he has been uh, – it's kind of like 
he looks at Larry Johnson and says, I, I see your five-star uh, <laughs> defensive end. I'm going to raise you an outstanding wide receiver. And, you know, it just, it goes back and forth. And these two guys uh, are two of the best recruiters that I can ever recall at Ohio State. You know, I go back to the mid nineties. They had guys like Bill Conley and Mel Tucker and, and uh, you know, just a lot of great uh, uh coaches over the years tim spencer could get running backs like nobody's business and and it was just uh up through the trestle era you know with daryl hazel was a great recruiter and you know then went off on his own as a head coach and so on so yeah i think uh you know luke fickle did a great job and, and so we're seeing it with brian hardline he is uh it, at the top of his game right now as a recruiter ohio state's had some defections in the wide receiver group with Mookie Cooper and Jameson Williams. So they do need to rebuild that depth a little bit and uh, obviously going to lose the top two. You would think after this year, Olave uh, would be done and certainly Garrett Wilson will probably pursue an NFL career. You would think after this coming season. So they need some fresh blood there in the wide receiver group after some defections and uh you know, uh, Kojo Antwi definitely fills that bill. I think he's from Ghana originally, family with uh, Ghana uh, descent, moved to the United States and uh, in Sewanee, Georgia, uh, right now, one of the top players in Georgia. And to go down there and take him right out from underneath Georgia. And uh, Texas A&M was also pushing for him. So a great coup for Ohio State. Uh, this is a guy that could play outside. Or he could play in the slot. Again, versatility is key. And uh, to me, just uh, again, another piece that you add to the puzzle that's going to help you continue to dominate the Big Ten and get to the college football playoff. You can't win the playoff unless you're in the playoff and they're recruiting players that can help them continue to stay in the playoff. Great stuff from Steve Hellwagon. Thank you very much, Steve. Thank you to all the listeners out there for tuning in the show. We appreciate that very much. Hope everyone has a great day. Let's hear that Buckeye swag, best damn band in the land.